This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and thanks for joining me for the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata, your host. On this show, we provide interesting facts, tips, and personal stories about relationships and today's dating world. How can you and your partner stay healthy together? Tonight on the show, I'm joined by Dr. Kwajo Karamantang to help us explore this. Dr. Kwajo is a critical care and palliative care physician at the Ottawa Hospital, where he cares for the sickest of the sick in the intensive care unit. He is also an assistant professor at the University of Ottawa and the voice of the podcast Solving Healthcare with Dr. Kwajo. And tonight we'll be discussing how lifestyle changes play a role in relationships, how to support your partner if they're going through health issues, and tips for staying healthy this winter, because it's going to be a cold one. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us tonight, Dr. K. Can I call you Dr. K? Absolutely, Laura. And uh, <laughs> can I just tell you how excited I am to be here? Well, I'm this excited is, this to, this to have you here. It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun. Okay. So let's get to it. Um, we may not always realize it, but our healthy habits and lifestyle choices, they play a big role when it comes to dating and relationships. So let's chat about this. Do you think that people with different lifestyle habits can be happy in relationships? What are your thoughts? You know, I, I mean, short answer is yes. I, I absolutely think people with different approaches can be happy together. I do think, though, Laura, that you could always find something in common that you like to do together that can be active, whether that is going for a walk, whether that is, you know, going for a hike, whether that's going to the gym together, whether that's skating. There's, there could be any activity that you could mutually find rewarding. And I think it might take a little bit of digging. But, you know, I, I could say for myself, my wife and I, uh, Kathy, love you. Uh, we, we, she's more of an endurance sport person. I'm more of a hockey, soccer, basketball. I need to run after something. I need a goal in my sport. And we found together somehow uh, cross-country skiing, was, which was like a really nice one that we do in the winter <laughs> together. I love that. Like, yeah. Like, so, you know, we, we stay active together. Before kids, we, we, we would do boxing classes, for example. So once again, it was more of a goal-oriented sport for me when she was new for her but she really enjoyed it and uh but yeah I do think if we do a little bit of digging or you could find a mutually uh interesting activity for your 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 partner like between you and the, your partner and and don't fight the battle <laughs> compromise if your wife wants you to go on a hike, go for a hike. <laughs> now, I think, too, it depends on how different. It's more about how can we live together. It's like, so if one of us poses um, severe dietary restrictions uh, that the other doesn't, for example, that could pose a lot of problems in terms of being able to enjoy each other's cooking and food, right, that we bring home for each other and so forth. Um, but I don't think it's a, a deal breaker in most cases. And it also mm. depends on how easy the going or how easy going the partners are as well. I mean, if both parties accept each other's habits and, and choices, then there's no issues, right? So mm. I'll use the example, if you are an, a vegetarian and your partner is a meat eater, 
and you both live by the model, like I'll respect your habits, you know, as long as you respect mine, then we're good. But on the other hand, if your partner is constantly making negative comments about your choices that you're happy with, then that can pose a problem. And if someone is stuffing, like, for example, because this would bother me, if someone's stuffing their mouth with fast food every single day while you're trying to eat healthy, depending on the couple, that may not work. It wouldn't work for me because I like mm -hmm. to live a healthy lifestyle and couples tend to mirror each other right after a while. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you want to do is fall into bad habits and gain back any weight, you know, that you lost, for example. So that's the way I would look at it. Yeah. I mean, when I look at the, these issues too, like at the core, you want to have somebody that you like, you have mu relatively mutual values. Like what, what's important to you? Like, you know, it might be uh, raising a family. It might be, you know, within the values of the family. It could be healthy living, staying active, all these things. So I think as a foundation, you need to have some very common values, especially if you're going to, you know, raise a, raise a family afterwards and spend the rest of your life with someone. But it's, I, to I totally agree with you, though. Like, if on the day-to-day, -day, if you have somebody that is, you know, opposing your overall goals when it comes to health and wellness somebody that's if you're you're they're stuffed in their face with fa fast food when you're trying to do healthy options it's so challenging but once again it's it's about communication with your partner about hey you know this is hard when you come home with a triple big mac and i'm trying to like <laughs> you know i'm trying to stick with my fishing or like uh you know chicken breast like can, what can we how do we work through this how do we work this through this can we together compromise somewhere yeah yeah it could be and you know maybe it's that weekend weekends that you know hubby goes to town with the 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 fast food maybe um maybe just never bringing it home like just maybe not bringing it in the house to, stuff you your know, face yeah. in the car before you you come in <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, it, it all depends like is it if if it's having fast food seeing the fast food is like a is uh, almost like enticing for you that it's nice not to have it in front of your face. But if it's just overall, you know, how you approach life and don't want to be, you know, uh, yeah, your partner, you want your partner to live a long, healthy life. And just, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's a matter of trying to have some achievable goals. Like if someone's eating five days a week at, at Mickey D's, you know, the next step maybe is three days after that is two days like, it, like this is some, a lot of these things you want to have some realist realistic expectations um and and uh but yeah the, the person's gonna have to want to do this too exactly now i honestly feel that developing healthy habits is so important for anyone who wants a, a long lasting happy and meaningful relationship with their partner healthy habits, they encourage healthy behavior, they reduce stress, they give you purpose, which helps strengthen your bond. So what are some of these habits that are most important to work on together? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, for me, when it comes to just overall wellness and, 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 and health, I, we, often on our, our platform, we talk about the four pillars. So like, you know, what we eat, so nutrition, staying active, having a, a sense of community and then, then, and then also stress management. And um, I can speak at a, on a personal level, like staying active kills a lot of bro birds with one stone. Like you, you, you get healthier, you feel better. It's great on your mental health. 
uh, some, you know, if you do do a lot outside, gets that vitamin D and, and that sunlight, get the health benefits from that. So for me, when it comes to how to achieve that amongst the couples, finding that mutually, the mutual uh, activities that you both can do that you really are passionate about and excited about and make it attainable, make it easy. Like sometimes, like as an example, like at a personal level, you, I like to get workouts done out when I first wake up. Otherwise it's like nagging me the, the rest of the day. You have to your workout in, Kevin got your workout in. So to create that healthy habit, <laughs> I try and keep it simple. I have my, sometimes I'll have my workout gear right beside my bed. So when I wake up, it's just like that, that barrier is not there. I just throw that, throw that in there. Uh, sometimes I'll put the my kettlebell right beside my bed as a, as a, as a, like a, Hey, it's time to get going. Um, uh, a reminder. So just, you know, when I'm trying to create those healthy habits, making it easy for yourself, to get, getting rid of barriers and reward yourself, like celebrate it. You know, when you get, when, you, as a, whether it's as a couple or as an individual, Hey, we got that walk down together. You, you, you know, it might be a, reward yourself with a Netflix glass show. Of like, vino. Glass of vino. <laughs> Amen. <Or two. laughs> Amen. Like whatever it might be like just to, to celebrate that. But yeah, in terms of if I had to choose one, I, I mean, it depends on your goals. If it's weight loss, really nutrition is going to be the most impactful thing. If it's just, overall well-being and, and being uh and st- feeling good i think fitness exercise is so important or movement it's important but yeah, to answer I, your question it's, it's your goals depends on your goals i totally agree with all that and another thing you can do is encourage each other to pursue your passions invest in self-care um it's not healthy guys to spend every single waking minute with your partner so i think it's important that you guys take some time away from each other Of course, you don't want to engage in any dodgy affairs while you're doing this. Um, But when you do spend time away from your partner, it can lead to a stronger relationship because you guys start missing each other and then you want to spend more time together. It's time for us to stop for a quick break. And after the break, we're going to be chatting about how you can help your partner if they've been diagnosed with an unhealthy ailment. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. We are back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata, and uh, we're getting back to our chat now with Dr. Quajo. And I, I want to talk about supporting your partner through health troubles. But before that, I just want to, you know, uh, follow up or just continue talking about what we were talking about in the last segment. So Dr. Quadro, how do you think that uh, this plays into dating the whole healthy lifestyle thing? Let's say you start dating someone and they don't match your lifestyle health wise. Can you change them? Or do you think that you should walk away? What do you think? (laughs) I know what I want to say here. I feel like I'm walking into something here. I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, like I said, you know, there's, it's hard to be black and white with these things because, you know, relationships are so complex. Like, is there a lot of passion there? Are there a lot of shared other shared interests? Maybe you enjoy cooking together. Maybe you enjoy, um, you know, 
uh, certain topics together. So it's, it's hard to say for sure, but I'm always a big believer of just being the example, like in life in general, just be that, that person, like you, you just be a champion for whatever you're passionate about. So if I'm passionate about getting healthy and, and, and being fit, sometimes you just, you want to follow because of how good and how good I look or that person looks, how good they feel. And, 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 and sometimes it's just like, Hey, look at, look at Laura busting that out. Like she, Maybe I do want to be a little bit more active. Maybe I do want to be a bit more dedicated to going to the gym. And, you know, it doesn't have to be you need to change young man or young woman or else we, we, we're we just not going to work. Maybe it's just a little bit more of, you know, a nudge where you're saying, you know, this is what's make, working for me. This is what's making me real, feel really good. How do you feel about it? You want to join me for this walk, run? Tabata workouts, fitness class one time and, and take it from there. But is it a deal? In my opinion, it's, it's not necessarily a deal breaker, like all the time anyway. Yeah. And I think when you're dating someone, it really depends on what it is. And you should ask yourself, can I live with this? Is this a deal mm. breaker? You know, has this posed a problem for me in past relationships? If you decide to continue dating them, after you've asked these questions to yourself and you're like, okay, I accept this, then you then need to accept who they are. You're not going to change your partner and you shouldn't get into a relationship trying to change anybody. Mm-hmm. And if you accept them, don't try to shame them for their choices otherwise, because this can really cause a problem in the relationship. So I think these are things that you need to figure out early on, you know, but Hey, we change too. You know, mm-hmm. the person I was, I'm not the same person today uh, that I was 10 years ago. So totally. I, I like that a lot though. It just like, you know, you expect people for, you accept people for who they are, not expecting them to change. And, and like, that should be the expectations moving forward. Cause mm-hmm. I'll tell you, like, I mean, I haven't been single for a very long time. I'll be honest with you, but I you have been, I you have, have not been. been. Oh, you have not no. been. No, I haven't been single for a long time, but I I do think as we get older, we get more set in our ways. You know what I mean? We we get yeah. really particular. So it, it is kind of, you know, I, I see dating as being a, lo- a lot more challenging as we get older. But, um, you know, I do think a lot of the times we just need to be a little bit more open, like have an open heart when it comes to people we meet and, you know, not having to be too much of a stickler of, if this person doesn't work work out seven days a week, I do not want them to enter my house. This is not someone I want to be associated with. Like, I think we need to, in general, be a little bit more open. I love it. I love it. I agree with all of that. Okay, so let's talk about health, disease, and all that. So finding out that your partner has been diagnosed with something unhealthy, like let's say diabetes, for example, that can be a challenge. And what can we do to support our partners through something like this? Yeah, I love this question because honestly, during the, the pandemic, over the last two and a half plus years, this we're seeing more of that. We're seeing more unhealthy folks because of, you know, uh, more unhealthy eating choices, Depression. A lot of weight, depression, weight gain, all these, all these things are called it the COVID-20. I don't know if you heard that term where people put on about 20 pounds during the pandemic. 
I lost about 12 pounds. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to let this COVID get the best of me. I just danced around in my family room and, and yeah, because I, I was it. by myself. So I thought, well, what else am I going to do? I'm going to get fit. I'm going to use I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, Lord. Um, but I do think, like, this is one um, on our platform, you know, on our show and, and on social media, I get pretty passionate about these issues, like trying to reverse diabetes and, and such conditions, because this is what lands people in ICU. Like, as an ICU doctor, I almost everybody has poor what we call metabolic health. So that could be, you know, uh, diabetes, high, high blood pressure, obesity, uh, their cholesterol's off. And one thing that we don't emphasize is that we could fix these problems through lifestyle choices. We really can. And as a doctor, unfortunately, this is not something we've emphasized enough on, in medical school and in our training. But, you know, one of the things, you know, in, in, with the new diagnosis of, of diabetes, a lot of people I find are pretty passionate about not being diabetic and having a supportive spouse to help them make the appropriate lifestyle choices, which we could talk about if you want specifically. Of course, but, we'll um, talk about it, yeah. In, but in- yeah, just being a, a support, like not, and I'm a big believer of not shaming, but being like being like uh, being a real supporter, being that rah rah person. Like, you know, when when they cho- when they fast, they were able to fast for the first time doing intermittent fasting, and they they skip breakfast and and were able to eat during 12 p.m. to 8. 8, 8 p.m. successfully that's a win your partner is saying i'm proud of you laura for being able to execute on that that vision and just being that that being that partner that true partner they got up and did their got their ten thousand steps oh i'm going to give you a hug today just saying that i i really appreciated your efforts and 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 just you know having that that level of support so important and it can make all the difference in the world and if if you're successful you'll live a longer healthier life and hopefully avoid seeing someone like this i'm pointing to myself sorry in the icu (laughs) i love it i had a partner i had a partner that had heart issues and i i started cooking really healthy i mean i always cook healthy but extra healthy uh, packing him with with some healthy lunches and um, had another partner, pre-diabetic, same thing. It just, uh, you know, I'm like, okay, listen, we're going to meal prep and you're helping me. Yes, I'm not sitting there on a Sunday by myself for five, 10 hours prepping. You're going to help me. It's going to be an activity that we do together, which also helped uh, strengthen our bond. I, I mm. think too is get informed. I, I would think spouses cope better when they have accurate firsthand information about their partner's condition, the, the treatments they're going to need and so forth. And go to those appointments with them. Mm. You know, talk to the practitioners together because I, I find that it's always healthy uh, or uh, not healthy, but helpful to have another set of ears listening to the doctors explain the treatment plan. Would you agree with that? Oh my God. I- so this is sometimes where if even when in my line of work you you don't tell the 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 patient anything until their partner comes in the room i'm like i don't trust your ears i'm going to wait for you know your 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 partner to get here so that we could really reinforce this message 
such an important concept. And I like how you brought together like uh, activities, you know, that healthy activity of cooking together or prepping the meals together. And you're right. Like that is a bonding time. It's, you know, it's, it's like, you're not distracted. You're just, you're just, you know, doing your meal prep, talking, uh, catching up because, you know, life gets busy and, uh, and, but the meal prep in general, like that, the principle of, of prepping your meals beforehand is such a vital tool to to help you. You have no, I think I should do an entire show on that. You have no idea how much I love it. And and my current partner now, how, how much he loves it. It's just because I feel that a lot of us will tend to eat unhealthy and grab the junk food because it's quick, it's convenient. But when you have meals that are prepped for you, you like eggs, for example, you, you want to eat a lot of protein, you know, you boil your eggs in advance, you cut up your veggies, you put them in little baggies or containers, you bring those for lunch. You, you, you I mean, like I, I freeze my meals. It's so perfect. I literally pull them out of the freezer and I, I heat them up in the oven and it takes about 20, 25 minutes. And there you go. Dinner. Bam dinner bam boom <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I love it. I, yeah I, I could get into that all the time I like that. like I'm a big believer of you know your protein intake matters like yeah. and so like uh ground beef in our house uh you know we have uh often chick- chicken that's already cut up that you could easily put into a salad burrito uh, into your, with your omelet like it like let's go yeah let's like it's uh, make guys I, I it makes it. such a huge difference I actually thought about getting into that business of, of meal prepping because <laughs> I, I love it so much I think everybody should meal prep it just makes a world of difference now it can be difficult and stressful to find yourself in in this situation right where mm. um you have your partner, uh, your partner just recently got diagnosed with something. Okay. Um, how important is it to keep the stress under control while dealing with something like this? Yeah. I mean, stress is, uh, the, the hidden, like, a, uh, killer. often could be, yeah, it's like a hidden killer, subtle, subtle killer. And, you know, I, I think this is something that always should be a front of mind and, you know, we we talk about I often refer to like the 80 20 rule sometimes like what's the what's the most effective way what's gonna what what tool is gonna be effective most effective at getting you the best results and sometimes when it comes to stress I find it's it's sleep a lot of people they 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 undervalue sleep they most people are sleep deprived in my opinion I think so, a lot of people are so stressed, so Dr. K, that they, they have a hard time sleeping. Yeah. I, I find when I'm stressed, that's when I have a hard time sleeping. Yeah, that, that's fair. And I mean, there's a lot of tools, you know, that people need that could use to reduce their stress. And, and to me, it's like, what is it? What is it? What works best for you? So like, I'll, I'll, I'll just use my personal example. I need to be playing a, like a sport. Like I, I love playing hockey. It's such a good stress relief. You you have a busy week at ICU. Get on the ice twice that week. You you know you get to let it out. Shoot up, yeah. Shoot a puck as hard as you want. Maybe push somebody on the boards a little bit more than you normally would. But huge stress relief. And and you're right. Sleeping is better. Everything. All you know. You eat better. You your your mood is better. What's so, your yeah. just quickly? What's your eighty twenty rule? 
in what is it in this context of nutrition and wellness? So Laura, 8020 rule, one of my favorite concepts, but simply put, it's what is good, what is going to give you the best results. The, what activity is going to give you the best results? What food choices are going to give you the best results? You know, so like you look at somebody's diet, people might try vegan, they might try uh, low carb, they might try keto, but what out of those approaches gives you the best results? That What change gives you the biggest bang for your buck? And so I always think to yourself when it comes to nutrition, exercise, uh, stress management, what is it that will give you the the, 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 the the biggest bang for your buck. And so that's that's the concept in a nutshell. Low sugar, low carbs. Yes, it's break time. See you in a few minutes, guys. We'll be chatting about how you can stay healthy while dating. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Hey guys, it's Sunday night. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, joined by my guest tonight, Dr. Quajo. Getting back into our chat now on how to protect yourself while dating. All right, now, when you're dating... It's important to protect yourself against STDs and other diseases when you start to get intimate with somebody new. What tips do you have for staying safe while you date, Dr. K? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I must say, yeah, we'll get into the hot stuff right now, Laura. I I must say, this is... uh, Cover up, cover up. Put something on it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, you you, uh, basically covered it in a nutshell. Like, you know... A lot of some of these STDs, or now they're calling them STIs, um, they they could be lifelong. Like you, you know what I mean. So you got to really be careful. You know, um, get a sense of what the history is from your your partner if they've had any exposures that they're worried about. But obviously, you know, safe sex. Put on wear a rubber. You know, a and a lot of people actually don't practice safe sex. And some people get really lucky and some not so much. And some people can get STIs from their partner. And some mm-hmm. people carry STIs and they don't even know they're carrying them. Now, it can be a difficult subject to bring up with somebody that you're seeing, somebody new. How, in your opinion, how and when should you have this conversation? Because yeah, I-, I feel that Let's see you're carrying an STI. You don't quite trust this person, but you're going to have sex with them. And let's face it. A lot of people get rid of the rubber because it doesn't feel as good. So that can be difficult to to talk about because now you're thinking, what if this person judges me? What if they accept the fact that I have an STI, but then we break up in a month or so, and then they know I have an STI and they start telling other people. What do you yeah. think? Like, it can get very complicated if you think. Yeah, about it. yeah. I mean, and it's it's got to be with it's got to be what you could live with. Like what, like uh, half the battle is is accepting it. Like you know what I mean. Like mentally, embrace like accepting the fact that yes, you are carrying an STI, and depending on what what it what it is, say if it is something that isn't reversible, such as herpes, you know 
telling yourself like this is me this is what i have to deal with unfortunately for for the rest of my life so you know how am i going to manage and to be honest with you i think people just need to be upfront and and know that you know they're not the only person that's experienced this and if the person that you're going to be uh intimate with you trust and um and they they feel strongly about trust, you trust trust yeah yeah, I mean, that's, that's part of the... It's hard to do well, when, when mean, you don't know someone. It's really hard to trust somebody. Well, I mean, maybe then you wait till you trust them. Like, uh, or maybe get them. tested. You both get tested. Yeah, like, there's, it's, it just, it obviously depends. Like, and, you know, like, if you truly feel vulnerable about this and you're, you're worried about, you know, uh, the image that it might portray and so forth, like, yeah, you, you might want to wait, but if you're you're feeling pretty confident, you guys are moving along, and the things are getting passionate, and you know, yeah, the, the, the opening up early might leave you a, a little bit vulnerable, but you know that's unfortunately the, the landscape right now. And uh, yeah, I, I I personally I gotta say though, if I'm being honest, Laura, I'm so glad I'm not in the game anymore for these like all these reasons. Swipe left, swipe right, STIs, you know what I mean? Well, like STIs I'm, were always around. Yeah, but like, but now I don't got to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I'm, you don't have to deal I, with it anymore. I, like, I've, I've hung up my laces. Water your <laughs> own grass. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. Trust me, you're inheriting. Oh, my God. Maybe inheriting someone else's problems. So herpes is obviously the one that we hear about a lot. And it's not reversible. I don't believe is this, uh, what do you think? Is it reversible? Are there things that you can do to like, I feel like they've been studying it for years. And as a doctor, I mean, they, they can't find a cure for it. I, I don't understand. Uh, that. Yeah. I mean, there's just some diseases where we, you, you can control it, but not necessarily cure it. So, you know, unfortunately this is one of them. And so, um, in terms of management, like there's medications that you could take, depending on how often you have flares, you could take medications daily. You could take me medications when you feel a flare coming, you could take medications in and around, uh, intercourse, uh, for your partner, they could also take profile, you know, they could take the medication as well to prevent it from, from them, from getting it. Um, you know, so there's a lot of options. It's just a matter of like talking to your doctor and what, what, you know, and also the risk tolerance for your, your, your partner. But unfortunately, this is something that's going to be with you lifelong, unless there's some new, new advances in medicine. But uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously an unfortunate situation, but like anything else, so you can work on it together. Um, it'll take a open communication, but uh, yeah, unfortunately it's not reversible. And I think you should talk about it. It's a lot more common than you think. One, I think, in five people have it. Mm. Yeah, those are the numbers. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that just, I think, it's been a while since I looked at this, but I, I think there's a lot of people that have it, just they don't know they have it, you know what I mean? And uh, uh, so, yeah, it's it's more common than... Uh, They're immune, like co things. getting COVID. Some people, I don't actually get COVID. They just carry it. And they pass yeah. it on to others. Yeah, like I may be that yeah. person. I haven't caught COVID yet, and I'm not vaccinated. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it was funny because I was 
I was at a wedding a couple of weeks ago and, and um, the bride, I, I, I called her like last week and she said, oh, the two girls that were sitting beside you got COVID after. And I thought, oh, <laughs> I, I missed it again. That's great. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'm a carrier and uh, I just don't get the symptoms. Okay. So do you have any last advice for any people who are currently have STDs who are dating? Yeah. The, the quick, the, the, the quick and dirty is just be open, just be open in terms of your, in terms of your communication. You don't want to surprise anybody. Uh, you, and you owe it to your partner to be open and, and to be honest, the timing of that, you're going to have to feel out, you know, uh, it's good. It's good. In my opinion, it's a time where you, you do feel that level of trust with your partner, but um, yeah, I think it's, you obviously owe them the truth. And so, uh, yeah, and it's respect a, to let them and know. the respect. Yeah. And then the Absolutely. decision will be theirs to make if they want to continue the relationship. And I understand how you may be concerned about telling someone too soon, but you know, as the relationship progresses, you start getting a little more serious and really taking the condom off. You should really have that conversation. All right, we're going to take one last quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to give you guys some great tips to stay healthy with Dr. K. I'll call you that. Word. Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca with my special guest tonight, Dr. Quajo. Uh, we're going to be sharing some tips now on how to help you and your family stay healthy or your partner. Fall's here. <laughs> no denying that. It's getting chilly. And the winter's coming. I heard it's going to be a cold one, a long one and cold one. I hope that they're lying. <laughs> they don't know what they're talking about. So this means cold, flu, and COVID season is on the way. What tips can you share that are, will help our listeners stay healthy and improve their immunity uh, this winter? Great question. So uh, I, I like the idea of, once again, looking at our, our pillars uh, four pillars. So, um, eating well, uh, staying active, uh, having a sense of community and managing stress. And I find the more challenging, well, actually all of them can be quite challenging in the winter. But, um, for me, when it comes to immune system, I often think about the stress management. I, I often think about, you know, am, am I getting enough sleep? Am I getting, am I taking enough time for self-care? Cause you know, as, as, as things get colder, you're not doing as much outside. You're uh, often, you know, at least in my line of work, things are busier. So it's, it's harder to, to really take more time for yourself, but you need to sometimes prioritize yourself and say like, I need to get to that yoga class. I need to get my five to 15 minute meditation daily, maybe twice daily. I, um, I just need that time to myself. I need that time to read my book and just, and just have some peace of quiet. And then really allow, give yourself that permission to, 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 to take care of yourself. And I think sometimes um, we don't give ourselves permission to do that. So to me, that's one of the important things. 
the 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 movement or staying active often can be challenging because of how cold it is. Um, this is where I think, you know, for those that could afford it, I, I really think the gym memberships are helpful. Being just part of, uh, you, you know, can go any to kind Crunch of club. Gym, ten bucks a month. There is bam. Crunch, ten bucks. I, there's another gym gym that opened. It's like a value gym. It's like five bucks four. or something. I think you can. I mean, fit for less too is cheap. I think too, right? Get some weight. Yeah. Buy them. Bring them in the house. Like the, there are so many things you can do to stay active. I just feel that people get lazy. Once you stop working out, it's hard to get back into it. Yeah. But you just need, you're right. You need to tell yourself, let's go. I just, you know, as I get older, I realize and recognize the havoc that stress has on my body. Mm. I would get tense in the, like before I, I didn't know what was going on. I would get tension all in my shoulders and my stomach acts up. Where I, for weeks sometimes, if I'm, I'm going through tremendous stress, and I didn't realize that it was coming from stress, these stomach aches, and I had to go to a hospital a couple of times. So you're right, you just have to be mindful of your stress levels. When I get really stressed, I walk, I just, I, <laughs> I walk. And uh, that also helps, it really does. And I meditate, mm. I usually do it in the evenings, when I lay my head down, I find mm. myself so busy throughout the day. So I don't really have time for it. But at night, I, I put on meditation and I fall asleep to it. I, I find that helps. Also, what about our vitamins? So crucial, your vitamin D, your zinc, your magnesiums, your mag, um, omegas, your vitamin C, juicing. I love juicing or making mm. my shakes, baking healthy snacks, uh, eating less refined sugars and carbs and more greens, more nuts, more fruits, choose whole grains or, or carbs with high fiber. Look at you throwing out, like you, I mean. I, I know I all like about I, eating healthy, believe. I feel like, I, I feel like uh, you don't even need me. You got the knowledge thrown down for sure. It's so true, all, all of the above. Like, I do wanna say like, I'm being nice. I think people, when it comes to being physically active, there's no excuses to be honest with you. There is none at this day and age. Like I'm a big fan of uh, high intensity interval training or, or Tabata workouts. Basically, like you could hammer out a a, a freaking uh, efficient workout in like five to ten minutes. You know what I mean? And literally, most of us could find five to ten minutes in a day to hustle. You know what I'm saying? And 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 so like, I, yeah. Number one, definitely, I think we're in a stage where there are no excuses. And you did mention how there are discount gyms. To the finding out what works for you, what the most, uh, where you carry your stress, because that mind-body connection is real. Do you know what I'm saying? Some people carry it in their back. Some people carry it yeah. in their shoulders. Some people just have digestive problems. Digestive problems. Mm. There you go. Yeah. Boy. So, so like, yeah, you know, look at your early signs and then re and respond accordingly. Like, you know, if you are feeling those that. As, as Laura was mentioning, you get it in the shoulders. That um, might mean like, yeah, I got to get to the gym. I got to sleep more. Let me do an extra meditation session, go to a yoga class, whatever it is, take care of yourself because, you know, it's going to affect your immune system. And then, yeah, the I love the, the thinking about what you eat and what you ingest. For me, personally, the vitamins I always highlight, vitamin D, Canada, where so many of us are vitamin, vitamin D deficient. I love the I love the magnesium 
for sleep and just for you know when you're active just making sure your electrolytes are on point i go yeah i do powder i'll do the pill Uh, i like the magnesium calm actually i like that one a lot yeah i'm a i'm a magnesium fiend but yes I, i agree with all of the above laura you know, I, I met this lady uh, this summer and uh, she had this ripped stomach, like a six pack. And I said, wow, you must work out a lot. She goes, I never work out. I go, what do you mean? What? How did you, how did you get a six pack? She says, because for years now, what I've been doing is I tighten up my stomach everywhere I go. If I open the door, I tighten up my stomach. I, I make a conscious effort to always tighten up my stomach. If I'm bending down to grab something, I tighten up my stomach. <laughs> Whatever I do, I'm tightening up my stomach. She literally has a six pack. So there's a little trick for you guys. <laughs> okay, one quick last question. Um, we probably only have about 30 seconds. So the holidays are coming up uh, and we're going to be spending lots of time with family, friends, partners and all that. How do we keep them safe as we all get together? Because let's face it, we're not going to be really... We're not going to be masking up, are we? Listen, at this stage of the pandemic, I'm, I'm going to. I'm even going to be bold enough to say, like, we're, it's no longer a pandemic now. Um, it's time to live. It's time to live life. It's time to get back to the important things. Speak together, uh, love each other, um, support each other. This is a time to celebrate each other. There's, we spent too much time away from, uh, like, uh, not with our loved ones, and so I encourage all of y'all that connect when you can connect if you're feeling ill stay home is that it's that simple that's um, simple if you're you no know, no judgment if you want a mask if you're you have you feeling like you might have something coming along but you know it's it's we're at the stage now that you know we should be gathering we should be getting together we should be loving each other and you don't need me to tell you that there's been so many negative consequences of us being apart for so long so Let's do this. And there you go. You heard it from Dr. Quajo. We need to get back to normal living. Normal living. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Where can people get a hold of you if they'd like to learn more about you and what you do? So, yeah, thank you once again. This was so much fun, Laura. I, you can find me. Uh, our, our podcast is Solving Healthcare. So you can go to wherever you find podcasts. Uh, we're very active on social media, mostly on TikTok. So at, at Quadcast, KWA. D-C-A-S-T, they're on the IG and on Twitter as well. And um, yeah, we call it changing the boogie on the show, which is trying to change the momentum, change the landscape of healthcare, changing the boogie. Amazing, guys. You can find me at Official Laura Bellotta on TikTok and Instagram and check out singleinthecity.ca if you are looking for love, I can hook you up. Thanks for joining us.